Hello, hello. Welcome to a special episode of the podcast where I'm going to be unpacking what the Pregnant CEO Summit was really like for me. I want to share with you the good, the bad, the ugly, the expected, the unexpected, how much money I made, was it worth it, will I do it again, what my final takeaway was from organizing an online event like this. So if you're interested to hear more, settle in, pour a glass of wine, grab a cup of tea, and let's jump on into the episode. Pull up a seat at our table and join in on today's conversation. You are listening to This Mama Means Business. I'm your host, Kylie Kelly, and I started this podcast when I was feeling isolated and alone, pregnant during a pandemic, and no matter where I looked, I couldn't find a community that understood how hard it is to be a kick-ass mama and a kick-ass entrepreneur at the same time. And so this podcast was born. I now have two young boys, Spencer and Samuel, and continue to run my business and a few side hustles on the daily. I am on a mission to empower you to do life on your own terms, whichever stage of motherhood or business you might currently be in. You can build the business of your dreams whilst raising your children. You don't have to choose one over the other. I believe you are made for this. And with me by your side, with our community cheering you on, you've totally got this. Hit subscribe and expect two episodes every single week. A mini episode with me on a Tuesday and a guest interview on Friday. And please don't be surprised when you hear me drop a few F-bombs. Let this be your friendly reminder to listen with your earbuds in. I can't wait to help you be the boss mama you envisage. Now let's get on to the show. Okay, so I think it's important to set the scene a little bit before we jump into the results and and the metrics and the statistics and all the data that I personally love to hear about, but a little bit of the why behind why I organized the summit. So... For those of you that might not know or realize, I created the Pregnant CEO to help self-employed women plan and fund their own maternity leave because there's not much help out there for women that are facing this transition and going through this time in their life. I had a really tough time being pregnant and self-employed with both Spencer and Samuel. And so it's been on my heart to really help other women going through the same kind of transition. And then I was kind of like, well, helping women one one is amazing and awesome, but I want to have a bigger impact. How could I impact the most women with incredible information and change the trajectory of this time of their life, right? Change the trajectory of what they might be going through or what they might be going to experience. How can I spread this knowledge with the people that need to hear it most? How can I create a community to support and empower other women so that they don't have to choose between starting or building their family and sacrificing the business that they've built? Something that I am very passionate about because I believe as women, we should be able to have both, right? We should be able to have a family, add to our family, have children, have an incredible personal family life. And It shouldn't cost us our business. We shouldn't have to sacrifice the progress we've made, the momentum we've made, what we're building as an entrepreneur because we want to start or add to our family. We should be able to do both. And that's the mission that I've been on for a while. But as you can probably imagine, things like that take time. It takes time to build awareness. It takes time to start a brand. It takes time to create a website. It takes time to build a mailing list. I mean, if you put it into context, I had 380 women join the summit. I started at zero. I did not have much of an audience myself when I started thinking about this summit. 
this mission. So that was 380 new people that were introduced to me and my world and that I could help, that I could impact, that I could speak into. If I was to create a free resource to put on my website to grow my list, I can guarantee that it would probably take me years to get to 380 people on my list. But with a couple months hard work and effort and the help of all the incredible speakers that also were a part of the summit, it was one event that ended up with 380 women knowing about me, learning from me, being a part of this new world and hopefully transforming their experience into motherhood, which is the ultimate goal for me. So needless to say, I am very glad that I did the summit, but let's dive into what that really looked like. So I had this idea back at the start of the year. It was December, January when I started thinking about it. And I first came across a woman that would make my journey a whole lot easier. Her name is Krista Miller and she is the owner and founder of a business called Summit in a Box. And she teaches business owners how to 10x their income, how to grow their list on a massive scale, but more importantly, how to have a massive impact through virtual summits and online events. And I first started binging her podcast. So she has a podcast that is full of valuable information. And there are like a lot of episodes on there. So I first started like just soaking in everything she had on the podcast. And then I started stalking her on Instagram and I made the decision to invest in her program as I got serious about this idea. Now, it wasn't cheap. It was an investment. It was almost 3000 Australian dollars and it was literally the best decision that I could have made. She included everything in her program. So when you're planning an online event at any stage or at any level, there are a lot of moving parts. So whether you have five speakers or whether you have 30 speakers, whether you use WordPress or whether you use Kajabi, whether you have one type of VIP pass, whether you have three, like there are a lot of moving parts. And what Krista did so well in her program is she outlined everything. She gave you a calendar with due dates, with things you needed to get done 90 days in advance. So you guys, I bought her program and then I got to work. I am the type of person that I have a lot of ideas, but when I get stuck on one, I can't just do it to 50%. I have to give it 110% and I go my hardest. Even in the program, Krista mentions and never recommends for the very first time you run a summit doing it at the scale of a more experienced summit host. She recommends starting with maybe five, 10 speakers and just doing a much smaller summit to try to understand how it all works and the tech you need and to get it all set up. And can I say that that is a very, very, very smart recommendation because I did not listen to that and I dove straight in to a four-day online event. We had 31 speakers. We had 32 sessions. We had live Q&As in the Facebook group. I had big goals and I had big expectations. And that would have to be the first lesson that I learned was when you were doing something for the first time, it is really important to hope for the best, yes, maybe plan for the worst, but tailor your expectations somewhere in the middle. So going into the summit, I had these grand plans and ideas that I wanted to reach 2,000 women I wanted to make $15,000 and I wanted at least 25 speakers. Now I know you're probably listening to that going, oh my God, Kylie, like, can I have the drugs that you're on? I'm not on any drugs, but it is a valid point because it seems a little ridiculous saying that out loud. I had been listening to examples of people that had done summits in the past, and this did not seem to be too far out of what was possible. So I got stuck in. 
I started creating, I started reaching out. There is nothing like this that exists in the world. I could not find hardly any education on how to plan and fund your own maternity leave, let alone an online event that brings speakers together to help and empower women to be able to actually do it. So I was excited. But something that I realized and probably didn't give enough thought to is that there's niching down and then there's niching down. And I chose a very specific audience for this summit. You pretty much had to be pregnant at the time of the summit and you had to be self-employed. And I know from going through my pregnancy, being self-employed with both the boys, it's actually a little bit rare to find that type of entrepreneur at that particular time. I always struggled finding friends, especially ones that understood where I was in my life, right? That I was transitioning to become a mom, that I was pregnant, that I was going through all of that, but that I have a heart to grow a business and I'm an entrepreneur and I don't wanna talk about my kids or the pregnancy all the time and that it's tricky. And so once I finished prepping the summit and got my head around how niche it actually was, I had to bring those goals down. So before anything actually started, before registration started or the summit kicked off, I was like, okay, I think my achievable goal is aim for 500 women. And as long as the summit can pay for itself, as long as this first summit can cover the expenses, as long as it doesn't cost me anything, I'm totally okay with that. And I'm happy to say, although we didn't quite hit 500, we got to 380, the summit did cover its own expenses. It didn't actually cost me anything apart from my time. And yes, there was a lot of time involved, but apart from my time, it didn't actually cost me anything. So I am over the moon with how it went. But more importantly, I'm over the moon with how it made me feel. Now, if you have spent a little bit of time around listening to the podcast, you'd know that I am naturally more of an introvert. I hate being center of attention. I hate being in front of a large crowd. I used to be a wedding photographer and it took me about five years to get used to the fact that I had to get up in front of all the guests and organize them for a large group photo. That used to scare the pants off me. Of course, I just get on with it, but it used to scare me. So keeping all of that in mind, organizing an online event where you are the face of it, where you're orchestrating it, where you're the person where the buck stops, right? And I'm not used to that limelight. I'm much more used to being here behind the podcast mic, chatting to you all, or showing up maybe for 30 seconds on Instagram stories or a five minute live. The idea of being in front of hundreds of women and leading them through this summit was something that terrified me. But the mission was so important, is so important. The transformation that this information could give somebody that was pregnant, that was about to become a mom, that was running their own business, that was terrified themselves in what the future might hold or that was uncertain, that what this summit could do for someone, holy shit, that is more important than anything that I could bring to the table and be scared of, right? So I kept reminding myself of that every single day in the lead up to the summit as it got closer and I got more nervous and I suffered from more anxiety. I kept thinking about the attendees. I kept thinking about the women that were going to be a part of it. And once it kicked off, oh my goodness, I have never felt more fulfilled. I have never felt more alive. I have never felt 
more like myself than when I was running this event. I cannot speak highly enough of it. There's definitely some lessons that I learned in terms of engagement and interaction and how to run a virtual event like this and make it the best that it can be. But hey, this was the first iteration. This is the first time I've ever done anything like this. So I'm okay with that. I'm okay that it's going to take a few goes. I'm okay that it's going to get better every year. And as I just gave away, of course, I'm going to be doing it more. I'm actually planning on running them twice a year. I want to run one in probably March, the pregnant CEO, and then I'm going to actually follow it up most likely in May with a summit for the next step, right? This Mama Means Business, it's going to be named after the podcast and it's going to be how do you actually grow and build your business while you're raising your babies at home, while you have infants at home, while you have children at home? How do we manage our time to make sure that we're the mums we want to be, but we're also the entrepreneurs and the business owners that we want to be? Because like most of you know, and like most of you I would guess feel you can't be a full-time mom and be happy. You can't be a full-time entrepreneur and be happy. We are best when we get to do both. When we get to be almost like part-time parents and part-time entrepreneurs, right? When we get to fill the mom cup and we get to fill the entrepreneur cup or the career cup or the business owner cup. When we have both of those parts of ourselves full, that's when we're the best woman that we want to be. That's when we're the best version of ourselves, And that is where the magic happens. So I'm going to hope a pregnancy CEO summit in March, a This Mama Means Business Summit in May, and then I'm going to do it again in the second half of the year. So that will most likely be like a pregnant CEO summit in September, and then a This Mama Means Business Summit in October or November. And I am so fucking excited about this. So excited. So in wrap up, yes, I love this summit. There are things that I would do differently, for sure. Things like I would host more like mixes and connection events rather than panels or knowledge-based events. I think it's more important to connect and to build the community. So I want to do a few more like connection and networking events next time. I'm not sure what to change about the Facebook group because I didn't see the engagement that I'd like, but I think next time around, I want to theme the days based on the trimester. So I want to have day one be about the first trimester, day two be about the second trimester, day three be about the third trimester, and day four be about postpartum. And then day five, I'm actually going to have more of a implementation day where I can have some co-working sessions where I can have some live calls where people can jump on and ask questions and we can actually start taking the first steps that you might need to take in order to make this work, in order to actually set yourself up to be able to take maternity leave and to be able to pay yourself and not lose momentum and the business keeps going, right? Because we can do both. So that's one of the changes I'm going to make. Of course, I'm excited that the next time that I run it, it should be more profitable because I've already purchased the software, right? The tech that I had to. There were some really big investments aside from Krista's program. There were some big investments that I made in order to have a seamless experience, which was really important to me. I didn't want attendees having to go to different links and different pages and have passwords and for different speakers. And I was looking to make it really seamless. So I had to invest in software that could do that for me. So things like 
Thrive Cart Learn, which is where I hosted it. That was quite a hefty investment for me. I had to upgrade and invest in a better email marketing software. So I invested in ConvertKit. So there was that. There was Krista's program. I had to also increase the subscription I had with Vimeo to host the actual presentations and the videos. So I had to pay for that. So it all added up. So if you're interested in knowing exactly how much it costs me, let me just tell you now, because I want to be an open book about all of this. So I had the total expenses for the summit come in at 5,744 Australian dollars, which, holy shit, sounds like a lot of money, right? Some of that were things that I won't need to do again. So like I said, I won't need to invest in Krista's program again, which is almost 3000 I won't need to pay for Thrivecart again. That was a once-off expense. Things like ConvertKit, I would have had to pay for anyway eventually. Um, I did a few Facebook ad tests, which I probably wouldn't bother with. I don't think I spent a couple hundred dollars on that. So there's definitely things that were once-off costs. So I'm quite confident that the next summit that I run will be more profitable. Luckily, I did break even. So I had Lauren Golden from The Free Mama become a sponsor. So she chose a sponsorship package that was $1,500 US dollars, so about $2,000 Australian. And then with the VIP sales that I was able to get, they totaled $2,552 US dollars. So all up, I was able to cover the expenses of the summit. But obviously, I didn't make a profit. I didn't make much money from it myself, which as somebody that is self-employed, that needs money to pay my own salary, that's something that I do need to change. However, all of that said and done, I loved this experience. If you saw what I did, and if you're thinking that you might want to do something similar, whatever your niche is, whatever your business is, there is something really magic about collaborating with so many speakers and bringing value and impact to the world on a larger scale than you can possibly do on your own. It is pure magic. I would highly recommend that you check out Summit in a Box, even if you just do what I did at the start and binge Chris's podcast. I'll put all the links in the show notes, but you are going to get so much information from what she shares and the guidance that she gives, even through her free content. But please consider this. Remember that you do need about, I would say, a 90-day runway. You know, a 90-day runway gives you the time and space to actually not work too hard. Apart from like, you know, maybe a month out, that got a little intense. But other than that, in the lead up, it was quite doable with like an hour here and an hour there. And I think that it's really achievable and can transform your business. And I want to even say your life. I think that the people that I met, speakers and attendees alike, have already impacted my life in such a positive way that I cannot wait to see what the next summit, the next event, the next few months holds getting to know everybody that that came. So I hope you found that interesting. If you have any questions, summit related or not, please don't hesitate to get in touch. Drop me a DM on Instagram. I am an open book when it comes to everything I do really. So I would be more than happy to share percentages and costs and tools and ideas and anything that might help you in this journey that you're on. Please get in touch. And if you are pregnant and you have more than three months to go, so if you're in your first or second trimester, think about possibly doing this even on a small scale for yourself. I think there's a lot of power in creating an event like this where you are bringing speakers together, where you have the potential to reach their audience. And it's possible 
to do it in a way where it doesn't cost the same amount that it costs me. And you can actually have a good little cash injection for your maternity leave. So if you want to talk that out, if you've got any ideas and you just want to throw them up in the air, I would love to listen. I would love to brainstorm with you. So get in touch on Instagram. I hope you found this interesting and I can't wait to bring the next summit to you. And that's a wrap on today's episode. I hope this is worth your time today. I know how busy you are, but if it spoke to you, if it inspired, encouraged or comforted you, I'd love to know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. You can find me over at Kylie Kelly. I'd love to hear from you. And I promise that's little old me in my inbox. And I reply to every single message I get. Don't forget to head over to the website to grab any show notes or links that were mentioned. You can find that at www.thismamameansbusiness.com. Until next time, friends, from my mama heart to yours, I love you loads. And remember, we've got this shit. Bye for now.